Welcome, welcome to another... The official podcast of The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. The Leaky Cauldron. Do you hear that, Ern? The Leaky Cauldron. Just go. You're wasting time. Welcome to Pottercast, your number one source for news, theories, discussion and interviews with people from the Potter books and films. I know a small amount myself having written the books. My name is J.K. Rowling. I am now happy to introduce your hosts, Melissa, John and Sue. And Frank. Welcome, Potter fans, to Pottercast episode 159. Woo-hoo. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Once again, I'm Melissa. I'm here with only John and Sue this week. Frack will be here in the middle of the show. We have a little we bit of... We kicked him off. We... No, oh, we did not. He's been too funny, and it's not allowed to be funnier than me, so I fired him. <laughs> yeah. You fired him. Okay. Evil Slytherin. Boo. I came over okay. to his house, and I fired him. Okay. No, I would never. <laughs> Great show this week. We have lots of talk about the latest news, of which there is plenty. And our our bit by bit continues. And John, what else is in the show this week? We have some funny things this week that uh, I won't even spoil because to us to announce them ahead of time would probably ruin it. <laughs> hey guys, we're heading on a road trip soon. We are, as you know. And I think that is the perfect time for us to stock up on some audio books. What do you think? That'd be brilliant. Let's yeah. get some audiobooks. I'm well, now that it. it's summer, we have plenty of time in road trips and mm-hmm. just lazing around to listen to audiobooks. And where better to do that than audible.com? It is the internet's leading provider of spoken word entertainment. You can get a free audiobook download of your choice when you go to audiblepodcast.com slash podcast. A whole free audiobook for those Jeez. trips to the beach. You can hear more about that in the middle of the show. Okay, okay, Suze. We have Suze's top five newsies Let's this week. Let's hear think. it, Suze. Number five. No. Number five? We count down from coolest to, or crappiest to coolest. Oh, well, we're not Keith Olbermann up in here. <laughs> the crap news. Let's right. give us some the, no. the, the last, because uh, there's some big old news, but we'll save that for the end. We'll save the best for last. So, okay, to start out with, All Mr. Right. Rupert Grant is going to star in a new movie. It is called Cherry Bomb. Oh, thank God. I know. Well, oh, thank God. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I thought I saw another movie with Potter people in it coming out recently, too, or starring in recently, too. So there's a whole bunch of people doing stuff. I mean, there was, there was you know, Clement's Posey does stuff, and then there's um, some Julie Walders sings a song, Mamma Mia. <sighs> oh, man. I oh, can't man. tell you. I'm so such a dork about this, but I can't tell you how excited I am to see that. You know, I wasn't too excited to see it until I saw her singing that song. If you guys look on Leaky on LeakyNews.com, we have a link over to the preview clips from Mamma Mia which is starring Meryl Streep, who I swear to God, is a goddess. She's amazing. And and then then Julie Walters and Pierce Brosnan and Colin Fur. I mean, this is the best cast. No, I don't understand why. I mean, because it's about like, you know, Meryl Streep's character you know, could possibly have um, been with these three different men uh, to father her child or whatever. And they're trying to figure out the child who's getting married. Not really a child, I guess. A chick is getting married. That one girl from Mean Girls or whatever. Yeah. You know, she's trying to figure out who her dad is. And then you got Pierce Brosnan in here. You know, James Bond singing, which is crazy. Yeah. And Colin Firth, another famous guy. Mr. Darcy! I don't quite, Mr. Darcy! I don't get it. Oh, you got Firth. Alan Rickman, oh. who we know could sing. But I just think is too old for this character. Well, no, Alan Rickman doesn't have to be the Alan stock Rickman. middle-aged guy in every film. Come on. Yeah. Yes, thank why you. Why do we... <laughs> Why Alan Rickman? I don't understand. 
please. No, the movie, and then Julie Walters' role is a very funny side character, a very funny oh, secondary yeah. character. And she, sing, she sings this song, and oh my God, she's dancing on a table. She's amazing. I, I can't wait. You know, the best part is that I think most people will admit they are closet ABBA fans. If they're not open about it, they will know those songs when they hear it. And that's the best part. One of the first things I ever learned about John was that he was an ABBA fan. Oh my God, I was just thinking about that. that was an old podcast joke. I don't yep. even remember why. Just and because I we were making Sue, fun of I was just, I was just watching a bunch of old videos, Sue. Like, do you remember how we were late to the podcast for the Oh, no, of yes. We were running through the streets and, of New York. Do you remember York? how we were farting around and shooting videos of ourselves in Times Square yes. and never told anybody that that was partially why we were late? Big mouth? Way to go. Clapper <laughs> mouth. Don't, of us. don't even. Screwing don't around with. Even. That is you, not why you were late. Don't. You think my blood pressure won't go up after three years? <laughs> it's three years. Who cares? It's been three years. Do you know me at all, John? Oh, there's an expiration date to that, surely. <laughs> it hasn't been hit yet. Let's go oh. on to Sue's news oh, but number no, that's four. True because we did. We went by the ABBA thing. We saw that. That's true, Melissa. Yes. We did. And yes. John and I broke into song. And Sorry. Okay, never mind. <laughs> it wasn't that day. You did it the next day I or something. We did. Oh, okay. Okay, okay. what's number four? Oh, th- now, John, this will appeal to you. Um, theme park news. The top chef at Universal Orlando says that they are planning the menus and things for the Wizarding World of Harry Potter theme park. And he says... Nice. I know. This is awesome. He says, we visited Scotland to get a real close personal look at the cuisine that they eat. And we're going to have one restaurant that's going to have a nice selection of items you would probably expect to see in that vein of cooking. And I think it's going to be great. Now, here, this is a big thing because now everybody knows... I mean, everybody, but I'm a huge Disney fan generally. I, you know, I grew up going to the Universal parks. Those are like my first big theme parks. And one thing I do know about Universal and being the food connoisseur that I am is that they put a little more stock into their restaurants than Disney. And there is a restaurant, I believe it's at the Islands of Adventure Park, which is where Hogwarts is going and all Mm -hmm. that for Universal, that is voted almost consistently year-round one of probably the best theme park restaurants of all theme parks. And they take a lot of pride in that. So if they say that they're going to go and try to make this, you know, Scottish-themed restaurant with traditional food and everything, Mm -hmm. that's probably going to be some pretty amazing food. So that's more than just this little hot dog stand next to a ride. This is a pretty cool thing. But they have to make it authentic Scottish area food and also good food and I don't think the two often are synonymous no. go together unless you're <laughs> talking about haggis which <laughs> so exactly I'm I mean, sure you can find a way what are they going to do I was just watching a Bourdain episode about Scotland and it's all about disgusting things anyway I heard a rumor I, this is just a rumor but I, it's one of those things that's you know friend of a friend know somebody kind of friend who who said that um J.K. Rowling's control on the on on the park is so much that that like for instance every park has a uh, deal with a soda company with a with a pop for a few British people uh-huh. company yeah. that they only sell Coke or they only sell Pepsi in a park and they have to sell that it's part of their contract and uh-huh. now this is pure rumor I don't you know but if it's true it's cool that they said to the to to Joe you know we we still have to sell. It's coca-cola and she said well that you know or or pepsi that's fine but it has to be themed so they're theming a whole like they're recreating the drink (gasps) in the bottle and theming it as harry potter soft drink which is no way 
No way, that and would be so cool. It's not like so Dan's cool. face on Harry Potter, but no, it's like no. a soft drink as if you would find it in Hogwarts. Do you so. remember? See, no, and now this is this is here. I have this would be really cool because I'm a big squirrel, and my dad is a big beer. He like consults to microbreweries and stuff, and he collects stuff, and my mom collects stuff, and she goes into like uh, soda things, and she has a bottle from when Sorcerer's Stone came out that was in a Coca Cola bottle, and they did a little promotion with it just back then for the movie, and they they've never done it since. So that right. would be so cool. <laughs> People would totally collect those. Oh. Yeah, yeah. But not, I mean, they're, they're not going to look like those cheesy with like the Narnia kids on the Coca Cola. No, label. they probably look like no. look like props, right? Exactly, yeah. like something that's, you would find in like a cauldron. I think that's the idea. Oh, how cool! That's, that would be awesome. And just to squinch it now, the, this rumor doesn't come from the from the the Joe side or the Universal side. This is just somebody who said they knew somebody who I kind of trust. So. Yeah. You know, it's. I think that would be really awesome. Well, you know, the the, the chefs did go on to say that they're working on pumpkin juice and having butter beer and those beverages. So he said they are working on these kind of things. So yeah. that's possible. Yeah, that sounds like a really fun podcast fan art challenge. Oh, it does. Designed the Coca Cola theme <laughs> or Harry Potter theme Coca Cola bottle. Is it? Do they have? Does Universal sell Coca Cola or a Pepsi? I'm not oh, sure. I know that Disney sells Coke. Universal probably sells Pepsi. Probably. That would probably make sense. <laughs> but can you imagine if that's the case and they tie that license into it? I mean, just. What if they sold it outside the park? What if you could, like, pick that up at the well, store? I just think that it speaks, to, it speaks to the kind of immersion they're going to achieve with this yeah. park. I mean, you're going to walk in and you can't even buy a soda without it feeling like part mm-hmm. of the world. It's going to be incredible. Oh, so oh, that's so awesome. You know, I do want to talk about the food, though, one more thing. I mean, it may not just all just be Scottish. I do hope that I think that they will put probably some English foods. I mean, because if you read the books oh, carefully, better. you yeah. know that they will. I mean, a lot of those oh, menus are, are English. They aren't just Scottish. Sausages. I rarely have a, I rarely have a good meal in, <laughs> in England or Scotland, except I when wanna, it's home cooked. Well, I want to, like, get off a ride and go get a huge thing of sausage and <laughs> oh, chips. No. That'd be great. And beer. Do you eat haggis? I'm never coming near you again. That's right. Josh. What is haggis? Isn't it like pig haggis intestine? is no haggis. Haggis is the insides, like lung, liver, kidney of a sheep, ground up. You add onions and oatmeal, and you cook it inside the intestines or the or the um, stomach yes. of a sheep. Isn't that disgusting? It's disgusting. I mean, hot dogs are inside of intestines themselves. Well, there's a reason I don't eat hot dogs. And Lord knows what they're made up of. <laughs> Do we need That's to go probably, here probably, with this? probably just described a hot dog. <laughs> it's well, not a Scottish hot dog. Just... Haggis is not Scottish hot dogs, John. I'm sorry. Oh, haggis, there's just a little bit more than there's that. There's like a poem dedicated to haggis. It's the, like the national food. It's mm, gross. As long as there's a poem. <laughs> I don't think they have haggis dogs. Anybody from Scotland, please tell us if there's haggis dogs. I really would like to know. No wonder Joe stays so skinny. She has nothing to eat out there. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. Poor poor Joe. It it cooked and it comes out in in the intestines that it was cooked in. Oh, it's so disgusting. What do you you bet that Joe has a delicious haggis recipe? Shut up. (laughs) I would not eat it. Just... Move on. You wouldn't Next eat Joe's item. haggis. No, I definitely would. Raise not. your hand if you are like there Misa are limits and would not to being a fan, cooking. and that is way over that line. Well, come on, I'm betting nope. she would not. Mm-hmm. Now her husband might because scrub her toilets. I'd say to eat her cooking. He's actually Scottish. Like when they dress up, he wears kilts. He he looks mm. fine. He's a fine looking man, let me say. But when he wears that kilt, what? he's good looking. Good. Man. Come on to Joe's husband on the show. Okay, I'm sorry. No, I didn't mean that. I'm sorry, Joe. Don't kill me or whoever's listening. No, no, no. Email no, no, no. Sue at I the like Scottish men. And, 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 and his, his, his 
killed. He looks so handsome. And just, okay, never mind. Moving on. She's going to be in room on. 313 at Terminus. <laughs> Can we move on? You Number are three. a bad man, Sean. No, you are a bad, bad man. Knock three times and then, a, and then a four. Sue, number three, please. Now, okay. Well, number three. Okay, well, I'm going to start on 3.5 was actually, because this has to do with our friend from Mamma Mia, Miss Julie Walters, has confirmed indeed her return as Molly Weasley for Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, both movies. And she says, I think I have to kill Helena Bonham Carter. And then she laughs, cackles. <laughs> Not only awesome. does she have to kill Helena Bonham Carter, but if they change that line, you're going to have an army of Potter fans just... Just, you know, it's just. funny because, like, I heard originally before uh, he got psyched out, Clovis thought it would be better in the spirit of the movies that he's been writing for Hermione to Stop. kill Bellatrix. Stop. I knew you were going to say that. Hermione was going to take the line, Stop actually. And wearing a pink hoodie while she's doing it, too, no doubt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. And then she was going to smile at the camera <laughs> and be all like, be like me. Hermione. Okay. Oh, yes, we're all excited for Molly to come back. And if ma- that, that Mamma Mia clip is any indication of Julie Walters' variety, you can just imagine what Molly's going to look like. She can do anything. Oh, um, I Melissa, I have a question you. for you. Do you possess yep. the inner eye? Because you could be right, according to Stuart Craig, in a new interview, a movie magic magazine, which has a whole feature on the Half-Blood Prince. And he said, although uh-huh. they don't have the script yet, he had heard it suggested that Deathly Hallows would split at the return of Ron Weasley. Which Ooh. There you go. Well, mm-hmm. I would be pleased to be. To that. I could never take. I mean, yeah. it's not exactly like it was a unique opinion, but yeah. but, but um, that would be that would be awesome. But like at his return, like when he shows up, or when they realize that somebody's helping them. Mm. Mm. I don't know because I mean, Stuart Craig said it would be emotional. It's an emotional um, moment when he comes back, and that's what they want. They want the movie to go out on that. So when it opens up yeah. movie two, that you know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. They better do some work on the Ron Hermione relationship in six because in seven, when he leaves, Hermione kind of loses it. And yeah. that has to happen, you know, to make it, mm-hmm. you know, she's, she keeps it together cool like Hermione, but internally you can tell she's she's kind of losing her mind. So they really, I'm hoping to see some yeah. more than an innuendo yeah. in six. Well, we're going to have just an onslaught of random Harry Ginny in, in six. So. Yeah. It's not random. That's <laughs> what happens. Well, that's what happens for the books, but... Yeah. Oh, right. Right. But it's going to be random to movie-going audiences solely. There have been some subtleties there. Yeah. I really thought they would, like, update her look a little bit. Uh, uh, I like her just as... You know. She's just got the straight hair and the straight bangs, and mm-hmm. I thought they would do something like where Harry would notice her because she like you know cut her hair a different way or something just to click it instead no, of just. No, I like that. That's that's not what happens in the books either because it's not. I mean, God, I'm if not that's saying like her up Harry with head, eyeshadow and stuff. But... No, but I think it makes a point that 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 that's not it. <laughs> that Harry just realizes one day that she is who she is that she didn't have to change. You know. Yeah. Anyway. Mm. We could do this forever. Let's move on. That's what, okay. That's a girl's opinion. Okay. We can talk about that in a few minutes, but there's one more story before we get to that. Our number two story is that EA, the makers of the Harry Potter video games, <clears throat> on the same day of, as a, our number one news story, decided to finally release the trailer for the video game, the Haplet Prince video game. So we saw the trailer for that, just the video game trailer. <laughs> Pretty And they also <laughs> launched their website and they re- announced their release date all on the same day. I just like, people, you're killing me. <laughs> that's awesome. Killing our bandwidth. Oy. When are we just going to get outright Harry Potter Sims? Oh, I want that. We I just need too. to, you know, forego with the idea that we need to have missions 
And just everybody just wants to run around the castle and oh, you're gonna be able you know, to create do that. their own students. I think and, I, I think that'll happen one day. Yeah, I think we'll have an RPG one day, a full on. Be wild, like World of Warcraft and just Harry Potter. Oh, that'd be sweet. You imagine? That's cool. That's the ultimate in geekiness. Sure it is. Like everybody could go to you could attend classes with your friends online and online. And oh, you know, talk to each other during class and pass notes and give so attention. And you could have people you? be, you know, people could be teachers uh, after being in the game long enough. And, I want I wonder if Nintendo, you John, that would be fun. Ha- Boom! What if they had, like a wizarding war too on top of it? You know, None you of can... us would ever leave our television screens ever I swear. again. There's an untapped market in here that you know only World of Warcraft people. Are feeling, but you got Harry Potter people into something like that. Yeah, that would yeah. even t- knuckle me down to video games again. As long as we get to run the Leaky Cauldron part of it, <laughs> yeah. Could you imagine? Yeah, like our that characters would be get actually be us as as yeah. That it's actually the people who run the site get yeah. like made into whatever. That would be so wild. Run it, and it, the funny thing is, is that technologically, it's so possible. Okay, we can it's talk. Not Impossible. Can, can I just say this too? And in, in, in the slew of all the EA things, we saw a new interview with one of the game developers, and he confirmed, in fact, that you will be able to go around Hogwarts as well as the boathouse to the brand new astronomy Ooh. tower, plus the burrow and the cave, the Horcrux cave. That you can actually really? go there. What? Yes. But not everybody should be able to get into there. You better don't be able to have to be Harry to get into there. Well, apparently, you- no. I think you only play as Harry. Didn't you only play as Harry in the last one? Oh. Only in number yeah, four did, right. did you play as different yeah. people. Um, and all the actors are a lot of the actors. It says many of the cast, including Rupert Grint and Tom Felton, who plays Draco, and Ivana Lynch, who plays Luna Lovegood, have lent their voices to the video game, which is oh, way cool. They better have, yeah, way cool. It's well, awesome. Do you think, like, as Harry, you could, like, you know, hit a button to, like, make out with Jenny whenever you wanted to or to, like, grab Jenny or... Well, they said they're going to have more romance or developing the the romance. It says we... And and the game developer says we are focusing on the trials and tribulations of Ron Weasley and the developing relationship between Harry and Jenny. So there you go. Nice. Very good. There you go. You're going to hit triangle to spank Jenny. Just wait. Speaking of that, John, did you put this as your wallpaper? Because we finally saw a new picture, a slew of new pictures from Harry Potter and the Hapla Prince, including a slew, a ton, 17 photos we have now. That's a lot. And and the keen-eyed leaky people will see that they're already in the leaky picture frame on the layout. (gasps) Who would have done that? These new pictures. (laughs) They're beautiful. I know. But they're pretty awesome pictures. You know what's so funny, too? Is this is so, I know I shouldn't be talking about those, but I just saw two random pictures yesterday. Have you have you ever seen a picture of Lucius Malfoy sitting in his house with yes, two dogs yes, on either side I of him? Have. I Where have. Where the hell did that come from? I, I it must. I know. I can. I would post about it. I'll tell well, you. Well, it sounds. Doesn't it sound? It sounds like it was for a portrait, right? No, it, no. Actually, this was for a thing that he recorded. He was the host of something that aired this summer when we missed it last summer when we were out and about. But he did a thing called The Secrets of Harry Potter, and it was on A and E. And he was the host. And so what they did is they so cool. I know they they did a scene, and they wanted to do that for Malfoy Manor, but they didn't put it in the movie. But so they just used it in this this special. And he's there with the lads, and he's having his brandy and. Jason. They don't seem like Malfoy-style dogs. I think it was Jason Isaac's influence on that one, though, but it's just hysterical. They're just like these furry, dirty-looking dogs. You'd think he'd have like these white, short-haired, you know, 
fruity little dogs. What? But... Lucius Malfoy does not have fruity dogs. That would just would never. Oh no, happen. he just has white peacocks in his yard well, because they're masculine. But he's going to have like the Irish hounds. What do you what? think those are? Well, so you, do you know dogs? I don't even know what those dogs. Are. The Irish hounds are they Irish wolfhounds? I don't know. I, don't know, <laughs> I think dogs. they just make him look a little to, up to do. <laughs> yeah, they're funny. But uh, okay, but yeah. And there's another Go another ahead. picture of Voldemort. And Bellatrix and Harry and Dumbledore posing, smiling for a picture. Yes. Where yes. did that come from? Okay, I'm over it. But no, no, we have, we posted that a while ago too, John. <laughs> did we? Yes. That should have been on Potter Okay, Cast. let's talk about the new photos. Yes, the please. New photos. new photos. My favorite, and I ran, I ran to the Noble Collection site to see as soon as this picture went up to see if it was. It's Harry holding Dumbledore's wand. It which is. is the Elder Wand. It is the it's Elder the Wand. Elder wand. Oh, yeah. Good. Thank you, Melissa. Wow. So they they are setting it up just with that shot alone. They're setting up a little bit of focus on that wand. Wow. That's that's very smart. Very smart. Do you think that wand is is this shot like at the at the end of the movie after Dumbledore dies? Yeah. And look at McGonagall's face. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Like, oh, you found this wand. Yeah. No, that's Harry and Dumbledore's office. That has to be. You know what that is? If they did it the same way, it's when Harry gets called to the office right afterwards with all the other like heads of house and you know yeah but i don't think they probably didn't do it the same way it's probably just a little bit montage that that picture is fabulous we do have those in our galleries you can see them all well okay oh. my second favorite picture in the, in the lot <laughs> and i this was this was a tough one because how could it not be first luna is wearing her specter specs <laughs> i mean look yes. at this girl does it get She's any got... better than that it's perfect <sighs> sorry they're like glowing Purple on one side and blue on the other. She's yeah. just, I can't. If there's one thing they have done completely perfectly in these movies, it is it is is the way they accessorize and and treat Luna. You know, yeah. someone tells me she probably had a little bit of a hand yeah. in that. Well, yeah, <laughs> exactly. But they, but they're honest about it. They yeah. they 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 say yeah. that, they, that they that they consult her a lot because she's such an expert on the character. Right. It's just, perfect it's so perfect and the fact that she has like a whole handful of these magazines yes. so she could have more than one pair of these glasses <laughs> hands them out to her friends it's so brilliant funny. why not uh, amazing amazing she's got to be on the train because it's um, well it says please close the door right you can see the right yeah looks like a subway car is, i mean car. her hair is really long did you notice how long her hair is really long yeah i was amazed huge yeah but i mean it's not all her hair i think i don't think anybody can grow their hair that long in that short of a time so what about you john what was your favorite one what was your favorite one john i i like that picture of uh of slughorn oh with those silly little face because he can 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 (laughs) he's just such a funny looking little face you know he's just like i'm gonna pour myself some brandy and harry's back there like oh he's gonna pour himself some brandy it's just. I, it's I personally funny. think it's amusing that he does not have the mustache because I remember everyone these rumors we kept Peterson and saying why doesn't you know why aren't you posting that he's going to have a big walrus mustache and I knew that he wouldn't because it would be just too much like Moulin Rouge and Narnia you know so I like it that he doesn't yeah. Yeah, look that way. Wait, he was in Narnia. Yeah, I believe he was. Wasn't he the father at the beginning? The grandfather that could, the that they stay with. <gasps> Oh, you're right. Yeah, he has a big beard and stuff. I thought he was. Am I wrong? You are right. Yeah, that is right. I totally forgot about that. <clears throat> uh, but I'm also in love with the new uh, Quidditch <laughs> uniforms, though. Too. I don't think that's the uniform. I think that is the tryouts. Because if you look, yeah. right. that picture of Ron. Because P- 
people have different numbers, the same numbers on their chest, and it looks like that's what what group they're in to try out. Mm. Because Ron looks terrified, and then when he's actually sitting at the the table in his uniform, and Harry's right. wearing the same uniform, it's not right. that; it's a sweater. Okay, because mm. I mean, look at all those people in the background. So. There, there could even be Hufflepuffs back there. You would never know if they showed up for the. <laughs> oh my. <laughs> I got, that I got was always it. my favorite part in the book. <laughs> like, even if you Hufflepuffs showed up, I'm like, ah, you stupid Hufflepuffs. We're not stupid. We just want to play for a good team. Our team is not doing so well. So we're like... <laughs> they're, they were confused. They're like, they need to be corralled. No, back they're like, their why not? Let's have that whatever. all spirit of all together sharing thing. I don't know. Yeah. Well, there's two very interesting photos of Draco. Aren't there, though? He's so emo. I hate it. I can't why? handle That's it. That's what he is in this movie. I don't care. I, don't, I like him when he's kicking Harry in the face, like, and he's all like a, you know, BA and all. But don't just sitting there in the corner by yourself. Or but look at them. He's just this. like I will not. He's not wearing his Hogwarts robes. He's just all in black. He's finally got that pointed face that Draco has. You know. Why would he not be wearing? Why is he wearing Muggle clothes? Pretty much. Because he's a BA. <laughs> no, but there's there's one where he's wearing robes. He's a BA. I don't get it. The Muggle clothes looks like looks like the night of Slughorn's party. Yeah. Mm. Was he invited? No. I don't no. know. He wasn't he invited. He crashed it, remember? Yeah. Draco. He's like, oh, surely you must have heard of my uh, great uncle, whatever, who was, you know, Not this flat. nice. Like, yeah. Like, actually, nope, I don't really care. No, he looks great. And he will obviously be talking about this more in coming weeks, but when we did our set interviews, he was su- really surprisingly eloquent about Draco. Not surprisingly, because it's not like I ever thought he was a dummy, but I really wasn't expecting you know, kind of so much. It was great. It was really great. So yeah. you'll, you'll see that. You know, weeks. when I saw the um, other one of Draco, at first I thought he was in Borgen and Burks, but then I realized it's not because he's in his robes and he must be in like one of the classes or something mm. when he's. No, I think he's practicing. I think they show him practicing with the, with the, um, the, so piece, he's, the, so that's the room of the, requirement then with uh, all the stuff. Vanishing cabinet. It might be, it might be, yeah. The vanishing cabinet. I think there's a little bit more setup. In this film. Well, how about Ron? Yes. Yes. The, the chocolates, though. I mean, his face was hysterical. Look at his face. Just that slack-jawed, wide-eyed, I'm under some sort of drug yeah. face. That's definitely a, a hopped-up Ron on something. <laughs> hopped-up Ron. Yeah. It ain't no polyjuice this year, boys. It's, it's a whole <laughs> other brew. It's going to make you want to do all sorts of things. Hey, hey. Do you imagine if that kind of thing existed in like a real school? The chaos. People would break that rule all the time. What? Making love potions. Mm, sure they would. Oh my gosh. Well, and speaking of Ron making time, we did get, uh, and though it wasn't announced officially, I think we got our first look at Lavender Brown, right? And yeah. Devine. Ooh, they, where's that one? Weird. I missed they, that one. They kind of snuck her in there, um, yeah. which is She's weird. She's in the potions I that, class? I thought that they would get full... Um, Full treatment, you know, because they're pretty. Mm-hmm. Maybe not Ramel Devane, but Lavender Brown is a pretty important. Yeah. You know? Oh right, yeah. Yeah, this is with her with her pink bandana. Yeah, look at her. <laughs> oh, how do you know that's her though? That's her. That's, that's her. That's the way that she's the looking at Hermione. Yeah. No, we saw that. We saw her pictures before. You know, when they had the oh, announcement right, right. announcement. That's her. That's her face. That's her. Everybody's nice. looking at Hermione a little askance. What's happening here? Hermione must be answering a question or yeah, something. Or for real. Just, you know, like, oh, professors. And then I'm pretty Surely. sure Mildred Vane is the one behind Hermione with the black curly hair. Mm. Um, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that's how they describe her in the books, you know, with yeah, like dark Very strong hair. featured. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Have we had any uh, pictures yet of Mr. Hammer's cameo in the movie? 
Savage. John. Hey, do you know what I want to know? I'm looking at this potions class, and somebody explain to me how Hogwarts is making use of Bunsen burners. Bunsen burners. Do you see the Bunsen burners? Gas. Yeah, so how, they, that would be running on muggle electricity. I don't know how no. they would. Not even Bunsen electricity, just muggle, electricity. Not muggle, muggle technology. Electricity. Yeah, they would just use fire from their. It's like this. Just anyway, little things like that bothered me. No Bunsen what? burners. They're wizards. <sighs> you know what bothered me more was the book that like we saw for Matt Lewis is back. There's Neville standing back there, and what book is he holding? That doesn't it's look like. Making. Is that it? It's says potion making. Potion making. Advanced it potion is. making. It probably says advanced, and we don't see yeah, it at the top. Yeah. It's not most potent potions, is it? Potions. No, I know. don't know. It's supposed to be. Libaceous barrage. Advanced potion making. That's the uh, That's the book. But check out. Check out Matt. Jeez, I man. I know. Look at him. He's so... We saw new photos of him, you know, from his publicity. New thing, photos? But look at him. But new No, John. just recently, you know. Oh, like, new. Yeah, new. Jeez. That would be better news. <laughs> Why would they be sending those? <clears throat> but look at him. Look how grown up he is. I yeah. mean, is he wearing the fat suit this year? No. Doesn't look, look like it. it. Maybe a little bit, but I think he's skinnier than it, than it's showing there. But I think they're I think they're they're building him up. They're getting ready because yeah. in seven. Oh my god, it's seven. It'd be funny it's if seven. They... He better look like he looks in that publicity photo. Scruffy, you know. Tough. A total adult. Neville Longscott Bottom's going to be like, you know, one of the top 100 sexiest men alive in EW yeah. when, the, when Deathly Hollows comes out. I would be, like, be surprised. Where did this come from? I would not be surprised. He is a good looking young man. I swear that they're doing it purposely now so no one is more attractive than Dan. No. They want Harry mm. Potter to be the one that everybody, you know, squeeze about. So everybody... Well, but that works into things perfectly because. Neville gets his comeuppance in seven the same way Matt should. So, yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Dan, we saw, uh, you know, the thing about the high res photos, we saw a new photo of uh, Dan and Emma Watson as Hermione. And they're like, it's clearly in the winter because they both, you can see like little snow things, but you can see Dan's glasses and they don't have any lenses in them. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I shouldn't have pointed that out, but it just made me laugh. No, they do it when they're outside, you know, because of the. the, um, the glare, but yeah, it's funny. You're right. There's there's no lens. But it's like what's really funny is that with the high res, I mean, he's so clean shaven. But if you if you blow it up to the high res, he's yeah. got like the little stubble now. You know? Yeah. I was makes- thinking about that, like how hard it is to shave your face and not have any kind of razor burn or any kind of razor bumps. And mm-hmm. I wonder if somebody shaves Dan's face for him. Maybe because that would be bad. You'd have to cover that up. You know? Yeah. And it would itch, and it would just be a big pain in the butt. What uh, do you think's happening in that screen with the with the snow? With Harry and Hermione mm-hmm. having an angsty. Oh, but you're with Ginny now, and oh, you're going to be no. with Ron. In the book, it would be when Katie Bell uh, right touches the necklace, but we haven't even heard about casting for Katie Bell, so I don't know who would who would be under the you know the curse. I don't know. Probably. Who else? Oh, maybe Luna. Mm. No, no, they won't have. Me. But maybe I don't, it would make maybe Romilda. I don't know who they would do. Angelina. Angelina could be because you can see the other Quidditch player sitting there at breakfast. So maybe it's one of them. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know. Can I just say, yeah. um, out of all the photos we saw, I I I love the one of Luna and I love Slughorn, but one of my favorites one and it has to do with the burrow because I just love yeah. the burrow. And we Which s- shot of the burrow. We have one with Dan and Ginny. Ginny? What? With the director? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I just love looking at that set. It just makes me happy. I mean, the little homespun Christmas and the tree and I don't know. And Hedwig. Yes. Who lives? She lives. Thank you, Melissa. I was just going to say that. Hedwig lives. Heron the Potter wrote a new song about Hedwig being alive, and I'm starting a campaign to get them to to record it because I think it might be one of the best songs I've ever written. It's really awesome. And he doesn't want to record it all. We'll put out a bootleg. So I'm starting it now, peoples. Write them. Heron the Potters at yahoo.com. Record. I'm already it. I'm already getting nervous about how they're going to handle that stunt in the movie of the owl dying. Stop. They're going to need to use the actual owl. John, they would never do what that. Maybe they'll, they'll use like a full CG owl and they'll just make like a huge feathers going everywhere explosion. Oh, oh, stop, stop, stop. You know, do we need to talk about this? No. Seriously. <laughs> maybe next time. We've been talking about news for almost 40 minutes. <laughs> I know. Yeah, can we not we just, have... One more thing before Good. we go. Can we just talk about um, there is new material that came out. There was a new interview in USA Today that previewed this and it's a very interesting article. And then there's also an Empire magazine um, that did a preview and that's where a lot of these photos came from. And there's some really interesting things. And um, if you get a chance, we do have the scans up. So go read them and check the links. Okay. Yeah. Done. Nice. Um, come back for the drums where we will talk about tour plans, the awesome responses. If you guys haven't done it yet, go fill out our survey, leakynews.com slash pcsurvey.html. Like 2,000 of you already have, and that's amazing. Um, and it's really helping us figure out ideas for the show, things you like, things you don't like. And um, I'm really, hey, we're getting some okay awesome. reviews. It's really great. Yeah. And we'll talk to you more about the upcoming tour at the end of the show. Ooh, cool. Sweet. Yay. All right. Let's go talk okay. canon. Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com, the leading provider in spoken word entertainment. Audible has 35,000 titles to choose from to be downloaded and played back anywhere, just like Pottercast. Log on to www.audible.com slash Pottercast to win a free audiobook download of your choice when you sign up today. Again, go to www.audible.com slash pottercast for your free audiobook. Hello and welcome to Bit by Bit. This is Frog. <laughs> 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 that's, that's awesome! I love that too. That that was good in there. I love that. We are continuing this week with chapter thirteen. Awesome. And look who's here now. I wasn't here the other minute ago, but I just operated in with magic. <laughs> Frack. Every silly voice. So, what is the bit? Um, the bit of the week. Oh, guys and gals. Oh my goodness! We have... We're still talking about chapter thirteen, right, John? Yes. Such a good That's a part. pretty crazy, like James Bond, like Mission Impossible chapter. Ugh, this is this is the best part of the chapter coming up. Yes, because well, of we Umbridge. We have, uh, we have um. Well, Umbridge. Uh, let's see, Ron, who is um, Catermole, is off doing plumbing duty, fixing some leaky thing, mm-hmm. <laughs> and Hermione has yeah. been um, hijacked by Umbridge to go do secretarial work for her. Whatever she's doing, we're about to find out. And Harry is mm-hmm. um, lurking about, and they got all got separated. And at this point, I believe we just had passed Thickness or whatever his name was, right? We saw him, and then thick, thick yeah, and he had gone in and saw the eye, the mysterious eye of Mad Eye. And now we're yeah, that's so creepy. Oh, that was so depressing, actually. And we read all the the, the yeah. secret files on the Weasleys. That was horrible. I mean, oh, that's right. You know? Yeah, that's just that's just like invasions of all kinds of privacy. Oh, horrible. Yeah. Not kosher. Mm-hmm. The, the Wizarding Patriot Act. 
Seriously. It is. Uh, anyhow, so what's what's new for this week? Well, this week, the Dementors. Harry is wandering away now. I mean, he's talking. He's talked to Arthur on the pl- on the on the elevator, saying you're being watched, you know, or being tracked. And then that ended badly. So Harry uh, put on his invisibility cloak, and he's off wandering through the Ministry now. And who does he run into? He runs into his father. No. He runs the, the Dementors, right? <laughs> down there. Although, um... <laughs> what am I, I talking about? Know. What is this note that says he runs into his father, Archie Alderman? No, 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 no. What happened is, is that when Harry sees all, they're going through this room, the hallway, and there's all the Dementors, and then you hear a man who's, um, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't write it out very well. Um, and then there's a man that's being tortured, right? And he says, no, that's my father, oh, Archie Alderman. Arkington. And I, I could have sworn we heard that name somewhere before in, in the books. Archie. I love I love it. She, just so many of the names with the first letter on uh, first and last names the same. They just sound so fun to say. Archie Alderton. <laughs> like Frankie Franco? Like Frankie <gasps> Franco. See? Aww. Maybe I'm a fictional character of J.K. Rowling and didn't realize it. Maybe it's like <laughs> Stranger Than Fiction and I'm alive and she wrote me. <gasps> Little did he know that that's exactly <laughs> what happened. <laughs> But that's, anyway, but that's scary, though. I mean, because they're in this room, and there's Umbridge. I mean, she's the High Inquisitor, and she's now doing her inquisitoring, inquisiting. Seriously, for like the whole wizarding that's world. That's horrible. Absolutely horrible. So this, I mean, yeah. she's got this poor man who was, you know, I mean, had wizarding blood, and you know, and they, the Dementors drag him off. Anyway, I mean, she's just a horrible creature. I just, ugh, ugh. It's just messed up because you think we got rid of her yeah. in Phoenix, and then here she is back in like more powerful than ever it's like it's like those video games when like you kill the boss and then it just comes back later more powerful like how many times do i have to kill you yeah like 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 ganon and zelda yeah you kill him on top of the castle and then you have to come down sorry but the the princess was in the other castle um (laughs) yeah like what i really liked about this part was when he walked into the room and just how icy cold it was i know he, Mm. he could like feel the dementors on him but even though, like, but the other guy, you know, the what's his face was a much more, more worth to it. Like, it was just a much more valuable meal to them because he was in so much more distress. Mm-hmm. And then when he walked past, and he sees the little. Is this when we see the Patronus? Or well, yeah, I, I mean, the ahead. Patronus is coming up because we're in that uh, in that room, that room where she's interrogating people. And you know, it's there's a couple of Dementors in there, and it's up like up on the stage. And what's keeping the Dementors at bay? But Ugh, this so tiny little. little cat, and I wonder how long she has the Patronus activated for, or however you say a Patronus is out of her wand or whatever. Because that, do you think that would be a drain on your magic? Don't you think? Well, I think it's just she's in her prime, like she's in her element, like she's not the focus. This is just she's as giddy as all can be, and that's what sustains a Patronus. I, I, you know I, what I mean, agree it's it's happier. I agree. And so, like this little little cat walking back and forth, all with his little nose and butt up in the air, all snotty. Yeah. And then he walks past it, and then like he can just feel the warmth returning to him like a curtain. And then he's like, "Ugh, it's just." And I was telling I was telling Sue earlier is this scene in the book is what really um, determined what my, <laughs> confirmed that my Patronus would not be a cat because as Aww. everyone knows I like cats and my cat Sassy I've had since I was eleven and she's on her last leg because she's getting so old. And I figured, oh, she'd be my Patronus. But then I was like, oh, I really like penguins. Cause me and my mom have this thing. We give each other penguin gifts. It's a long mm. story. I'll, I'll spare the audience. But um, 
But then when I saw this scene with the little snobby cat walking back and forth, I was like, nope, uh-uh, I have a p- my pen- my Patronus is a penguin. <laughs> oh, I think you need to tell the penguin story on your blog. On my blog, <laughs> my- okay, I might do that. What's what's it? What's your address again? I forget. Like it's like frack. Oh, it's frackfracker uh, blogspot. So, but isn't it? You know, this Patronus. Here's a thing that you normally would do to be to emit good to save people. And here, I think it is acting as a shield, a, a sort of a, a capture, kind of like an invisible cage thing. And it's being yeah, used for evil. And, and I just, I mean, it is complete opposite of what I always thought the Patronus was supposed to be. It is just a, co- a mm-hmm. corruption a of the point. goodness, you know? I mean, the fact that it is a cat and the yes. fact that, you know, we know that cats like Moochka hey. can be used for evil. <laughs> I'm telling um, Lisa. I wasn't altogether too surprised. Yeah, but. no. But now, I mean, you don't, and normally, though, the cats in the books, I mean, look at McGonagall transforms into a cat. She would never, you know. And Crookshanks, although it's the Crookshanks is yeah. awesome. You know? I mean, Matt, you could argue that Mrs. Filch is pretty much, you know, she's... Oh, she's not evil. She's just or Mrs. Norris, I'm no, sorry. Not, Mrs. <laughs> not Mrs. Filch. <laughs> I'm sorry. Mrs. Norris. Uh, uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> That's shit. We don't want to tiptoe around that. <laughs> One day, there, Filch sorry. decided he wasn't satisfied with... Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> now, a wizarding operation. But you know, it's funny thing about cats. Um, it just had, had me thinking. I remembered something about like somebody asked Joe once something about you know we always describe Ginny as being all cat-like and sitting cat-like by the fire or whatever. Like, is there anything to that? Is she like an animagus cat? And she was like, "That's a very interesting question. A very interesting thing for you to ask." And she never actually answered it. But there I remember was nothing that, ever yeah. to come from that was no. there. Ginny was nothing to do with. No, but no, it's just I remember she um uh, she answered it to uh or someone answered it about um I think I know the person who asked that Lisa or something like that I'm not sure maybe I'm mistaken I'm remembering it wrong but um she said something to the degree that um she just happens she'll just like oh maybe no it was Snape okay when people ask if if Snape Animagus would be a bat she's like no it's just um sometimes you use certain analogies. And certain descriptions for mm-hmm. certain characters, and I think Ginny would. I think just as much as she used a bat to describe um, Snape a lot, I think she used just a cat to describe Ginny a lot. But I was hoping she was an anime. I want. I really wanted one of the trio to be That's an animagus. I thought Hermione was going to be, but I realize I mean, they're everywhere. But. It's a lot of work, obviously, and it's a lot of effort to. to trained to become an uh, animagus, and you'd probably figure if they didn't have Voldemort to fuss yeah. with, they probably would have all so- figured out how to do it in their seventh yeah, year. Yeah, but he's, he kind of took well, up their time, you know? Oh, yeah, what a jerk. They want to turn into animals, and here's Voldemort getting in the way of their animal fun time. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back on topic. <laughs> back on the you know, pit. It's, it's just interesting, this next thing, though. I thought this was really another indicative of just the corruption of Umbridge, and just... Ugh. Is is that the locket? This is where the Horcrux comes into play, and we've been looking for the ho- the locket of you know <clears throat> that uh, you know Voldemort's mother had. And we learned about her in you know Half Blood Prince, mm-hmm. or, or I'm sorry, yeah, in Half Blood Prince, right? And uh, and there, who's sporting it? But Umbridge, and it, she says, "Oh, it's S for Selwyn." Huh. Not so much. No. Yeah. Yeah. How could she be so thick? Do you think she really thought it was was uh, Selwyn? No, no, she's just saying it's Thelwyn because she's to support it. I, I think she just sees an old locket with an S on it, so she's just, it's convenient that 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 she has a an S name in her bloodline. 
You don't think she knew it was Slytherin and was doing it for its power? Mm, I don't know if I want to give her that much credit. Because I think if the Horcrux knew that um, Horcrux, you know, it's it's sentient. So I think if it if she knew it was a Horcrux, or I mean, if if it was a locket, I think it would have that puts it in danger. And so I think it, it's happy to remain naive. You know what I mean? Because it's the whole, its whole function is just to hide in case something else, in case it's it's needed. Well, do so, you think like it could give somebody like like increase their power though for evil if they were wearing a Horcrux? Uh, I don't know, like, was, I just remember what when we did the, run. I'm sorry, what? Think of what it did to Ron and how it was such a negative force because people who are good. Because it wanted, it knew that it was, you know, it knew that it wanted to, was it, it was on its, people? you know, death row, you know what I mean? And like, that's a good point, Sue. I remember when we talked about the yeah. sorting umbrage, that was something that really right. made me think, you know, maybe she may, she probably is a Slytherin just because mm-hmm. that locket found a home yes. on her chest, you know what I mean? Like, and so it didn't, it didn't have to attack her as as attacked Ron because Mm -hmm. whether she had was ambitious in the sense of wanting to be malicious with it or she was just content at existing with it that's all it needs it just needs a home and if it's happy to exist on you know with her without you know being challenged it's like that's fine and that's that's true that's creepy it's like ugh. it is yeah this evil spell finds a home on her breast it's like ugh. perhaps that's what gave her the the extra uh power for that patronus the staying power i mean i agree that i think it, yeah. you know but maybe it gave it gave her force that extra evil force to conjure it for so long or just yeah, i love that idea i love the idea that there can be things that you could wear that could increase or fine-tune your magic mm-hmm. yeah i i think like so a because magical ring or a staff or a necklace or if anything it's kind of like because or stick like of the necklace stick of power sorry <laughs> yeah <laughs> sorry sorry no that's fine um the necklace you know it's slytherin's necklace and it was all about pure blood and so yeah. the fact that she's reveling in the fact of like stripping someone's blood status away from them and ridiculing mm-hmm. them for not having it yeah. is just going to perpetuate her like you know it's happy she's happy and patronuses thrive on the emotion of the caster so yeah. i would imagine that that yeah. would be you know that would it's interesting that it's it doesn't have to be like a pure form of happiness it can be like a deranged sick form of happiness well that just shows that you know emotions are neutral just as magic is that's very true i like that i like the way you I say do too. that I thought it was interesting, too, that the name, we hadn't really learned that name, but if you remember, we learned that briefly at the end of Chapter 4, because that was the Death Eater that gave Voldemort the wand when they were flying the fine battle of, I don't know, Harry, the seven potters or whatever, and he was flying through the end. Oh, right. And yeah. it was right before he was going to get Harry, and Harry turned to look at his eyes, and he has that wand, and he got it from a Death Eater named Selwyn, so, um, but then, That's right. you know, and then Harry fell down because he was in the shield above the house, but um, that's how he got away, but mm-hmm. still... Interesting. I like hearing all these names, but here's, you know, Umbridge. I, I mean, I, I think that's a lie that she's connected to anybody famous or pure blood family. I just think that's, you know. I, I agree with you. I think that's just a bunch of bull. Yeah. Excuse my French. No, I, I, it totally is, you know. And that just shows another layer to her character that she would do that. And I thought that was a nice touch of Joe to put that in like that. It just, just, just made her more despicable. Just kind of a small, is seemingly innocuous thing like that is was actually pretty big. Seemingly innocuous. I don't know. But then Harry starts to get our man. Harry comes to life. Yeah. I like he goes up and whispers to Hermione, "Oh, I'm be here behind you." I Man, wouldn't that scare the pee out of you though? 
Good lord, yeah. <laughs> yeah, especially you're already on edge because you're sitting right next to, like, you know, Umbridge, who you they pretty much handed over to the centaurs two years previous. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Exactly. You know. Oh my gosh! And then, then Harry gets all mad, and you know that the the that poor woman, and you know she, you know Umbridge is, you know, making fun of her family and threatening her children, and it's just, I mean, oh, so. What's that cool spell that Hermione uses? You know, it's, well, she does that doubling spell, right? That that she does a switch. Yeah. It's, but I don't. I'm not even trying to say it because I'll, I'll slice. Some with the G. Oh, no, it's from. Is it, wait, is it? Jim. Uh, oh, the Jimino. Is that it? Jimino. I don't know. It's Jim. G e m i n i o. I like that. I thought that I would was be a like slick spell. Jiminio. Yeah. What do you think you could duplicate other than lockets? What if you needed a, need a new kidney? Nope. See, it's it's. I think it's just more of a glamour than it because it's not an actual. <laughs> nope. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much that's it. Hang back. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mean that to be so aggressive. I'm so sorry. I was just gonna. Put that down. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can't have one episode without wailing at you guys. Oh man! I'm you sorry. Will die. I'm sorry. <laughs> no I'm gonna shut up now. Come back one hour. How dare you think of something so good for a purpose like that? No. Nope. Uh, We're not going to save people lives with spells. Nope. <laughs> well, no. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, you can say, Germano, Sorcerer's Stone. I've got two of them now. This is great. Yeah. You know, there must be limits to it, obviously. Yeah. Well, I imagine it, it, you would get something that looks like a Sorcerer's Stone, but it wouldn't function as a Sorcerer's Stone. That's yeah. that's my thing. Like I meant to like, yeah, you get something that's squishy and looks like a kidney, but I doubt it'll function as a kidney. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it'd be impossible yeah. because, I mean, that's why Polyjuice Potion is so difficult. I mean, to, to, to duplicate, to replicate would be, is, is a, a difficult feat. And and if you if anybody could just utter that spell, I mean, you would do that and put yourself mm. in Ben's class and, you know, skip out of that for all the time. I'd never go to Ben's class. I'd be like, as much as yeah. I love history, I wouldn't want to sit there and listen to him ramble on. You know? Duplicate yourself. You no, know, or, you know, Trelawney's class. Yeah. <sighs> could you imagine what wizards would do with stem cells? Oh, yeah. Good Lord. Now that's a whole nut other That'd be. They could bring back dinosaurs. Bring <laughs> dinosaurs. You mean a magical <laughs> Jurassic Park? Really? At Hogwarts? Oh my god. You mean dragons? Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Tunes into a tiny dinosaur. Hagrid would be out of his mind with joy, Whitney. Yeah. Well, Hagrid would enjoy Jurassic Park. Bingo. We should show him that. Dino DNA. <laughs> <laughs> It's such a cool movie. Yeah. I love that little cartoon, little DNA strand guy or whatever he was. Yeah. He reminded me of Figment. I'm a Helix. I'm a Helix. Uh, Anybody know who Figment is? Figment? Yeah. It sounds like a rapper. I'm Figment. Really annoying Uh. little Disney character cartoon guy at uh, Epcot. Oh, I've never been to Epcot. Takes you around this ride. This little purple dragon, I think. It's really annoying. Anyway. Way the hell off topic. <laughs> oh, but I like this though. Okay, then things start to happen. You know, I mean, they make this switcheroo. Hermione has the princess of mind to do that, and they get that Horcrux. They have it, and now how do they get it from Rumbridge? They knock her out. <laughs> he does that his typical <laughs> oh, right. stupefy spell, the spell that saves. Yes, everything. he was going to do like, a spell Amos, but... oh, Alec- I mean, I mean, Harry's pretty limited. In well, she remember being petrified, but not. Why? Because it came from invisible invisible source, and Hermione was so polyjuice, so it's going to be like, what? WTF, what just happened? Yeah. 
So someone's going to get in trouble because she's going to try to figure out how the hell happened. I would love to hear like a little <clears throat> 800 word short story of when Umbridge discovered that it was a fake locket around her neck like two days later at home. She's like, what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> That'd be a fun little story. Well, I wonder how she would ever she notice. She would probably not notice. Well, I'd imagine the spell would wear she's off. Not, she doesn't get any more power from it anymore, maybe, than... Uh, I just figured the spell would wear off eventually. Mm-hmm. It doesn't seem as one of those spells that would last forever. So it would just, just like to, evaporate, know. and then one day she'd look down and it'd be, it'd be gone. There would be no necklace. Yeah. Because, wait, did did Hermione, uh, like, I forget, like, did she have another locket that she, like, zapped to duplicate, or she just zapped it and it, and it replicated I know the line reads this. I know that Harry, but if she wakes up and the locket's gone, I need to duplicate it. Jiminy O, whatever the word is, like Jiminy Cricket. There, that would fool her, and that and Hermione came running downstairs. That's the end. That's all we we learned about how that. See, that makes me even think even more so that it it's like a, a this spell the time limit on it because she created something. You know, it's like you know the magic would dissipate eventually. Yeah, because like a sticking charm, something else. Like it's it's something that exists that you're sticking to the wall, and it's a permanent sticking charm. But, like, <clears throat> I would imagine it would wear off eventually, but that's just me with no real grounds for that. But I, I like this next little se- sequence, though. I mean, Hermione could not do her Patronus. She was from a Patronus char- challenge. Couldn't get that otter to come up, you know? Yeah. It's, it's health. I like seeing that Hermione has trouble with some spells. It's, I do, too. It's I got so happy when that happened. I, 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 you know, in a way it was, I mean, because here she had just done these quick thinking things. I was really pleased to see that. And then she she kind of faltered a little bit you know just like like yeah. you and i might do and and that was kind of cool kind of like you know what's funny mm-hmm. is that is that for the movie steve clubs actually has her succeeding with the patronus instead of failing with it correct and now we're things yeah. are starting to pick up okay. actions afoot yeah they run into ron <laughs> a little wet and that's when the his proper wife sees you know ron yes or no yes yeah. yeah, I mean, that's so interesting, too. I thought that was a yeah. clever little twist, a little fun part, and don't have fun with the movie with that, you know? Yeah. And Ron, Paul as you was trying, finds the wife. Yeah, and that's when... The wife's like, oh, they, so Ron puts her in the Harry tells them Save to... Um, Harry's able to use so the fact dumb. that he's, like, this intimidating Death Eater type to, like, you know, like, are you, are you questioning me? You know, let these people out, and then lets them out, and then tells them to pair up with people who do have wands, and... That'd be so... Mm-hmm. That was awesome. They saved people. That was yeah. really good thinking. I mean, quick thinking. I mean, they could have just, you know, hightailed it out there easily. But they they, they stopped yeah. to save these people. And I think not many teens... I'm, I'm not just saying about younger people, but that shows a real presence of mind that a lot of people may not do in that type of time of fear. You know, I mean, you know, it was, it, it, their of self-preservation did sad. not overtake their, their concern for others. And I thought that was really that was cool. But that yeah. was neat. And then they pop up in a toilet somewhere, don't they? <laughs> well, that's when, um, I guess a good place to end would be, that's when that's funny. when they apparate <laughs> out and Hermione redirects oh. it. And then they, I guess, because someone didn't let go of her. Is that when That's when they can't return back to Grimmauld Place, right? Oh, right. Yes, that was unexpected. Because I thought, okay, for sure. Because Harry was the one that apparated them out of there, right? And then I mean, Hermione he- felt bad because she felt what someone hold on to her and so she had to sh- shake him off and then she reapparated him out like she she took him somewhere else and then since they brought him into on the the foot like the the, the porch or patio whatever That's that so is cool. uh the stoop of grimwald place since they're secret they're, they're they hold what are yeah. they secret keepers now is that what it's called 
they it, they pretty much showed him, so he has access to it now. Yeah, I think so. The poor creature. Yeah, the poor creature there making that pot rolls or pot pie. Or this means it was. it's time to be on the move. <laughs> I was sad for creature. Yeah. Yeah, he's all excited. Yeah. Rums. We'll see him again yeah. soon. Creature, I like oh. that turn of events. With him, awesome but chapter. I, I so but that intense. was a cool chapter, right? I mean, is that one of your favorite parts? Very cool chapter. I want to reread it again, though. <laughs> Might be good. <laughs> uh, hey, no, it's just fun okay. for entertainment. Nah. nah. All right, well, next week we have some fun chapters. And they and have a horde into the forest. Chapter 14. Yes. Good well, times. I mean, some people... Yeah, they have a core crux, but some people don't like this part that's coming up, though. They can conjure a bridge and get over yeah, it. They can get over <laughs> it. Well, we won't spend too much time with it, then. Okay. <laughs> Alrighty, well, let's go do something fun. Hey, guys and gals, we've got a new fun game for you. Yay! <laughs> it's a game about guessing what book that clip came from. We're going to play a clip from the audiobooks 1 through 7 and Beasts and Creatures and Quidditch audiobooks that only I own. And <laughs> then hey, you will have to guess what book it came from. Sound fun? Ooh, it does and sound fun. The for bonus... The chapter. Ooh, yeah, the chapter gets your real points. Ooh, sweet. Okay, so we're going to call out all those people who thought they were smarter than John and Noe and see if they're really that smart. Oh. Mm. Hello? Hi, it's Pottercast. Who are you? Melanie. Melanie, hi. hi. Do you want to play a brand new game with us? Sure. I'm hi. here with Sue and Freck. Say hi. Hey, guys. Hi, hi, hi. Melanie. Where are you from? <laughs> New Jersey. New Jersey. Awesome. Very cool. Well, we're going to play a game called Guess That Book. I guess that's what it's called, what? though. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we are going to play a clip from uh, either um, book one, book two, book three, book four, book five, book six, or book seven, and you have to tell us which book it is. But not book eight. You ready okay, to play? Now I'm nervous. All right. We're going to play the first clip for you, and you're going to tell us what book it came from. And for bonus points, what chapter? <gasps> That's difficult. Okay, ready? Yeah. Okay, here we go. She was so pale that she seemed to shine in the darkness. The long blonde hair streaming down her back gave her the look of a drowned person. Did you hear it? Yeah. Hmm, let me see. Hmm, that's a hard one. That's a hard one. Ooh, monsieur, I know this answer. You know this, <laughs> I think so. I don't know if I know this one. I do. Can you think of the character it's describing? One do. <laughs> Is that from... Well, it's not one or two, and I don't think it's three. Mm -mm. I'm between... I'm going to go with book seven. <laughs> That's my guess. Close. 
That would be book six, chapter two. Ah! I believe we're talking about Narcissa Malfoy. Oh! Ah! I was thinking ah. it was Fleur de la Cour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah I mean, it was Fleur, but then with the, the drowning, I'm like, no, that's too aggressive for Fleur. Like, yeah. Unless it's yeah. Like her sister, but. Well, let's try one um, more here oh. for you. you okay. Okay. Okay, ready? Whichever way he looked at it, he had never been in a worse fix. He was stranded quite alone in the dark muggle world with absolutely nowhere to go. Okay, I know this one. Okay, what is it? Okay, this is book three. And the chapter, let me think. Put that book down. Put the book down. The chapter, it's... This Aunt Marge, right after she blew up. Very good. Very good. It's book three, so I chapter three. guess the three. number two. No, that's well, good. Well, that's quite good enough. Okay, cool. <laughs> well, congratulations, Melanie. You won a Pottercast prize of hearing Yay. yourself get it right on Pottercast. Congratulations. Also, wait, what did I win? <laughs> you won being smart on podcast. Good work! Oh. Yay! Oh yay! <laughs> Thanks for playing. Guess that book. Have a great day. Okay, you too, guys. Thanks, Melanie. Bye. Bye. Thanks, Melanie. Bye. That was good. Okay, this is fun. Let's find somebody else. That was good. That that was really stumped. I actually thought that was Floor. I was trying to think it was somebody at the wedding, though, or yeah. maybe you know. This see that what threw me is the drowning part. I'm like, what? I'm like, I was, it's not an theory. And it's and like, it was, it was it her sister underwater? But it, yeah. I mean, she is drowning, not drowned. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> there. Hello. Hello. Hey, it's Pottercast. Who's it's this? Pottercast. Oh, hey, this is Doris. How are you guys doing? We're doing great. We're playing a new game. Oh, what's the game? It's I'm called... smarter than John Dewey. No, yes, we all know that. But this is another chance to prove it. It's called Guess That Book. Okay, cool. We're going to play yeah, a clip from the audiobooks. You okay, can tell us what book, book it came from and if you're really smart, what chapter. Awesome. All right, well, hopefully you can hear this, because it's your first clip. Here we go. Oh. <laughs> he looked down at his right hand clenched upon the tabletop and saw the faint white outline of the words Umbridge had forced him to cut into his skin. Ow, ow, ow! Ah, wasn't it? Ah! I'm going to make a stupid mistake. No, you're not. Yeah! yeah. <laughs> I had to think, like, two or three times I had to think. Is that right? Is that right? Yeah, okay. Very hey, good. Can we get a prize? You get a prize. You just sounded brilliant on Pottercast. Congratulations. Yay. And you get an internet hug from all of us. Oh, Woo. I love internet. Real hugs are better. They are, but it's kind of proximity is an issue with real hugs. I don't know. <sighs> okay, well, thanks for playing, Doris. We're going to call some more people here and see who else can guess that book. Okay, guess thanks, that guys. Book. Bye, Bye, Doris. Thank Bye, Doris. You. Bye. <laughs> Hello. Hi there. This is Pottercast. Who's this? Jason. Hi, Hi Jason. Jason. Hello, Jason. Hi. You're on Pottercast with Sue and Frack. We're playing a game. Okay. It's called Seriously? Guess That Book. I'll give you a hint. <laughs> Each answer 
is a Harry Potter book. Okay. It can be Harry Potter 1 through 7. We're going to play a clip, and you have to guess which book it is. You ready? Okay. Sure. <laughs> okay. Here we go. I'm not a freak. That's a horrible thing to say. That's where you're going, said Petunia with relish. A special school for freaks. Okay. Hmm. Which book? Hmm. I'd have to say book seven. <laughs> That's right. Good. That's awesome. Can you think? Can you figure out what chapter that was? <laughs> um. Uh, uh, towards the end, probably. Yeah, towards the end, somewhere in the thirties. <laughs> it's chapter thirty-three. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome. You're the first person to get even close to the chapter. Your performance was inspiring. Crazy. Jason's got it right. Thanks, Jason. You hey, are Jason. pretty darn smart. <laughs> Congratulations. Thanks, thanks Jason. That's how we, we play are. Guess That Book. All right, let's bring in somebody else. One more person, I think. One more. Hello? Hey, this is Pottercast. Who's this? Hi. Who is this? It's Samantha. We're playing a game on Pottercast. We're playing a game called Guess That Book. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. We are going to play a clip from one of the seven Harry Potter books and you have to tell us which book it came from. And for oh extra no. bonus points, what chapter? Yes. Oh, oh no. Okay. Okay, are you ready? Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. Okay, here we go. I'm not going to be able to do this. Yes, of course. Well, worm tails here, but we're not counting vermin, are we? Guess that oh, book. no. Am I supposed to guess that? Yes, yeah. guess what book that little clip came from. Oh, oh man, I have no idea. Um, book six? Yes! Yay! Yes. Very good. Good job! One part. <laughs> um, and do I have to guess a chapter? Yeah, well, can you at least describe maybe the scene or the context? Um, is it... Is it... I don't, I don't even... I'm, I'm completely guessing right now, but... Was it Snape speaking? Yes. yes, it was. And was was it um, when Narcissa and Bellatrix show up at Snape's? Yeah. Yes. Bravo. Well done. That's Yay. Call exactly- it back. You're very good. Congratulations. You know you're Potter, and you guessed that book, so you win the prize of sounding smart on Pottercast. Congratulations. Call it back. Yay. Yay. <laughs> Have an awesome day. Thanks for playing. You too. All right. Thanks for calling. And you're welcome. Bye. Bye. Have a good day. Bye. Hello. Hey, it's Pottercast. Who are we speaking with? <laughs> this is Alex Carpenter from the Remus Lutheran. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's our <laughs> tour, buddy. Are you guys like Mugglecast? You like Mugglecast? Oh, <laughs> for you, buddy. Oh, burn. 
Burn. He's not going to be on the show anymore. Oh. Well, Mr. Alex, we are playing a game called Guess That Book, where we play a clip from one of the seven books, and you have to tell us what book it's from. You ready to play? Yeah, let's do it. Okay. Awesome. Go, Alex, go. You can do it. All right. Oh, my gosh. Hermione was breathing fast, and her eyes were very bright. I can't believe this. It's outrageous. Oh, it's Order of the Phoenix. For sure. Very good. Yay! Woohoo! Yay! That one might have been a little Harry easy. Yeah, that's how you can always tell. Order of the Phoenix is Harry's always yelling and Hermione's always out of breath. <laughs> yeah. <It's> so true. <laughs> Congratulations. Okay, let's try one more here. Ready? Bonus points. Bonus. Here we go. All right. Okay. Otherwise, it's live and let live. And I must say you're taking it a lot better than your predecessor. He tried to throw me out the window. What the? I know. That that one? <laughs> I didn't hear it. Let's, let's play it again. Otherwise, it's live and let live. And I must say you're taking it a lot better than your predecessor. He tried to throw me out the window. Oh, I have no idea, actually. I'm, I'm dumb. Any guesses from Mr. Frack or Miss Sue? It's um, the other minister from Book 7. Oh! <laughs> yes. yeah. You beat me! Yes, that's exactly right. Totally is. Yeah. Aw. Well, where's your next show at, Alex? Actually, I just stepped out of the Draco and the Malfoys set in, at the, uh, the Tampa Library here. We have, like, a couple hundred kids in this crazy... Art Deco Auditorium that looks like a spaceship, and it's just like packed and awesome, and we're having a blast. So awesome. we're at our next show actually right now, and we're playing in New Orleans tomorrow. That's so, awesome! And when uh, do we? Yeah. When do you meet up with uh, Pottercast for our big combined joint tour? I don't even know when that is. Is that the end of July? I guess I'm, I have like a big countdown calendar in the van. But I don't have a with <laughs> Yes, a paper we're chain. Each day with, a, with an It'd be yeah, a big exactly. deal. <laughs> Alex, it's my it first is a big tour. Deal. It's my first tour, so I'm quite excited. So here's the deal, Frack. I don't know if you're aware of this, but you're going to have to do courtroom drawings of every show. That's what we decided, <laughs> that you're going to have to do some courtroom drawings while we're playing. Awesome. Live. <laughs> awesome. And then we'll, we'll put that on, I can put it on my blog, so it'll work out. Yeah. Awesome. I, I, I have faith in you, man. You can do it. <laughs> and I might have my iPhone, and I might have an a application where I can draw on the phone. What? Whoa. That would be crazy. What? Futuristic. All righty. Like weeks on the 29th, I think, is when we see you first. I cannot wait. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait either. I hope you guys are having a fun day. Awesome. Yes. Thanks for playing. Guess that book, Alex, and we'll see you soon. Rocking. Later. See you. Bye. I think that was a pretty good first week perfect. for Guess That Book. Yeah. And uh, for all of you, hopefully, who enjoyed that, we will be playing that game quite a lot on our hmm. summer tour starting in a few weeks. So yeah, when you come out to see us... Tour, so you get to get acquainted with it now and be ready. Bulk be... up on your Harry Potter canon. Yes, because when we come out to your city, we will be playing Guess That Book with you live at Woo-hoo! the uh, bookstores, coffee shops, auditoriums, gymnasiums, football stadiums, wherever we're playing. It's going to get progressively more difficult by the last show, it's going to just be one syllable to yeah. guess. Uh. 
Oh, book four, chapter two. And we'll, we'll go into the wrap-up. And it's the end. It's wow. the end of the show as we know it. It's I like that game, John Noe. That was fun. That was, was fun. That fun. was funner than Who's Smarter Than Me, I think. Well, I mean, those are, those are tough because, you know, I mean, some of those you can kind of go either way. No, what you could know? do is yeah. you can even do a, we can do a Are You Smarter Than John Noe edition of that. You know what I mean? That yeah, those could be questions. So it's, Ooh, it's there's a whole myriad true. of possibilities. You're right. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, ah. Ah. <laughs> Very cool. I'm excited about the summer, and we're going to be playing at the summer when we come to see you. That's right. So, heck yes. We have some tour dates to I give you guys. guys. Come on see us. Not tour locations yet. Hopefully that's coming soon. But uh, uh, get a pen and pad or just copy and paste out of the show notes that on July 29th, we'll be in Boston. Yay. On July 30th, we'll be in Rhode Island, probably Providence. July 31st, uh, happy birthday to Joe and Harry. Mm-hmm. We will be in the Big Apple, Yay. New York City. Big birthday cake. Yes. And August 1st, we will be uh, in uh, New Jersey or Philadelphia, because on August 2nd, we'll either be in <laughs> Philly or New Jersey. So whatever one we're not in the first, we'll be there on the second. You think? It'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. And uh, August 3rd, we will be in uh, Pittsburgh. And uh, August 4th, we'll either be in Detroit or Ann Arbor. Mm-hmm. So Michigan. Michigan bing, people. Bing, bing, bing. And I know there's uh, a lot of Michigan people. I'm going to say, come to Michigan to the ones. Be there. You better. I hear these Michigan people are pretty frustrating because cool. last, last tour we were in Columbus, Buckeye Town. Now we're all the way up. Anyway, we love you, I guess, in Michigan, I guess. And there's a lot of Harry Potter fans up in Michigan, let me tell you what. And they will represent. Oh, yeah. They will be there. Oh, I'm sure they will go blue and all that. We will be also hanging out with Harry and the Potters. At their August 5th show right. uh, in Ann Arbor. And then we'll be heading to Terminus, which is uh, which is awesome. And uh, also, um, we're still looking for locations to do our shows in uh, Boston, New York, Jersey, and Philly. Um, so if you have any suggestions for that, you know a guy who knows a guy who owns a club or a coffee place or this or that, give us a call. Give us an email, actually, at staff at podcast.com. And um, we will send the elves out into the box and achieve them <laughs> do a good job and uh what else anything else we have to do a quick wrap up because the show went long, it did go long. long. but it was but a it good was show fun. it certainly was i agree yeah. it was real we do not have melissa um for most most of the show she was at a party or whatever she's doing <laughs> so hi to melissa. maybe it was a secret book thing we don't know where she could be oh my gosh could be. should oh, we do a melissa book spoiler yeah let's do week? it john let's, let's do, do it <laughs> okay you may or may not hear about her first meeting of a particular Harry Potter person, not J.K. Rowling, and how ridiculously big of a fangirl she was like every other fangirl out there, which is pretty funny to think about Melissa as a fangirl, <laughs> because yeah. she was a fangirl. I don't think that really is too big a spoiler. She shouldn't be mad. Well, it's neither here nor there now, because the, you know, there. Well, it's not. Yeah. Well, I haven't edited it out yet. But <laughs> anyway, 
hope Melissa's having a fun time, and uh, thanks for everybody else uh, who joined us for the podcast games mm-hmm. this week. Guess that book. And remember to we'll train up for it on tour, because we're going to do that on tour. Yes. Yeah. And thank you to our podcast editors for pulling most of those. Uh-huh. Yes, they're so awesome. We, the yeah, show wouldn't be around without them. them. Yes, we Absolutely will. Um, I'd also like to mention um, July 27th is going to be a fabulous date right before we start our tour. Why is that a fabulous date? Comic-Con and Harry Potter. I'm just saying. Those are two of my most favorite things ever. Yeah, and there's going to be a strange collision of them in the morning. There we go. I can't wait. Comic-Con is going to be so cool. Very cool. So, read... There's going to be a whole lot of Twilight stuff there, too. Probably Twilight. Twilight. Well, you know what? Edward was a Hufflepuff. Just saying. Really? That's right. Did you see the awful Entertainment Weekly cover for Twilight? Yes. Mm-hmm. What is oh it? Oh, my God. Could they make him look any more like a girl? Well, I mean... Oh, they made who look yeah. like a girl? Edward. Uh, oh, did they Photoshop his face into, like, milk? Well, no, he's just all pale looking, and his hair looks like... I said they, they, they over-photoshopped it. They went a little little yeah. extreme. Yeah. You know. It's but. stupid. He looks a little Dumbledore-ish, too, but... <laughs> anyway. Dead? Uh, thanks again to everybody joining us this week. Our editor list is longer this week. We have Andrew. We have Steed, of course. Uh, Samantha, Emma, Kimberly, Noah, Liz, Luke, and Jeff. Well, thank you to all the editors who helped pull those clips, and you're going to be hearing more of them this summer. So our work, their work is very much appreciated. Thank you. Very much so. Yes. Woohoo! And is there any other important announcements, little tidbits of information? No. So I guess if there's nothing else, then, guys, we should uh, keep twiddling those dials. The next password will be road trip. <laughs> road trip. Keep each other safe. Keep faith. Good, Good night. night. We've missed it. I confess myself disappointed. Now, if you don't mind, I'm going to bed. Great, Scott. No wonder. Look at the time. We've been here nearly four hours. Spooky how the time flies when one's having fun. <laughs> oh, you sound like Dick Van Dyke from Mary Poppins. I love it. He's doing Dick Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke? Chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chim tree. I like what me does and me does what me do. I don't know the real words. Chim chimney, chim chimney, chim chimney. I sweep as as lucky as lucky can be. Chim chimney, chim chim I wish you good luck when I shake hands with you. That's one of my favorites. Yay for the outtake of the week. Sorry, I love Mary Poppins. It's one of my favorites. It's a good movie. This week's podcast was produced by the Pottercast Trio and Steve Bonnet. Thanks to our Scooby 5 team, Aaron and Nina, and thanks, as always, to our awesome transcription elves for transcribing this and all our other episodes on Pottercast.com. For more information about the show and how to contact us and be a part of future episodes, visit Pottercast.com. Aaron and Nina, and thanks, as always, to our awesome transcription elves for transcribing this and all our other episodes on Pottercast.com. For more information about the show and how to contact us and be a part of future episodes, visit Pottercast.com. What is this, 158? Nine. Nine. Ah.
how come I can never get the number right? Okay. 